Welcome to In Touch with iOS. And before we get into this next episode, this is episode 79 coming up for our Christmas special. I wanted to just thank everybody for listening to the show these last uh, year or two and uh, hope everybody's enjoying it. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, has a wonderful holiday season. Um, and uh, I'm going to be talking to you next year in 2020. I'm uh, going to be going to CES, as I've mentioned, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So with that, Happy holidays, everybody. Let's get into this next episode with co-host Warren Sklar and Chuck Joyner. Welcome to episode 79 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host is back this week, Warren Sklar. How are you doing, Warren? I am doing good on this uh, pre-holiday show. Hope you're good, too. Yeah, it's pre-holiday, we'll be, and we'll be, we'll be doing the show, uh, this actual air uh, during the Christmas week. So, But I am delighted to have uh, my returning guest, Mr. Chuck Joyner from uh, Mac Voices. How are you, Chuck? I'm doing good, Dave. Thanks for having me. No, this is uh, this is great. This is the uh, first time you've been on the show. I've got the co-host here, and uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot, a good amount of great uh, topics to talk about today. Uh, it's getting a little slow with news. Yeah, I was pulling pulling strings here to try to find some good topics here to talk about, but uh, but uh, I think one of the uh, good topics we're going to talk about uh, this uh, week is about CES and what your impressions are because you've gone there for so many years, and this will be my very first year going, which I'm excited about. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. So uh, let's go right right into the uh, into the topics uh, for this week, uh, as far as news goes. Um, the uh, first one caught my eye. This is on Mac Observer. Uh, Apple is working with a group to develop open standards for smart home devices. I was uh, kind of pleased to see this. There's a project called uh, Connect home over IP wants to define a set uh, of IP network technologies for device certification. And that's a thing I, I always found with smart, smart devices, they're just all over the place with uh, what the devices are and what the, and what they're all av- available. Well, well, what did you think, Chuck? I, you know, I'm, I want more information, David. I mean, this, this looks like a great yeah. thing. Um, and certainly the, I, I think it's, um, Zigbee, I believe, no, is it Z-Wave? I think Z-Wave has been out there trying to, Z-Wave. yeah, trying to, uh, to to standardize things. Um, and of course, Apple's done its own thing. Amazon's done its own thing. Right. It, we'll see if this turns into interoperability. I mean, I I don't think the obviously we have security issues here um, that that right. Apple has been the champion for, and some of the others, let's just say, have not. Um, so that's my one of my biggest questions here. Is okay. Ex- it's the standards are great, but does this mean I'll be able to say, um, Hey, S lady to my Amazon device or right. Hey, a lady to my, uh, my, my home kit, uh, devices. You know, I, I just don't know. I, I think it's definitely a great step in the right direction. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, what do you think Warren? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. I mean, the security aspect is mostly the issue and, and the fact that you could buy, you know, something from Belkin Networks or HomeKit compared to something right. from Bolkin or Bulpy from Amazon from some <laughs> country we never heard of that works with, uh, you know, yeah. uh, the, the A-Lady. That's, Apple's it, not going to like that. So, um, you know, it, it is a mess. I mean, I have all sorts of devices and I have all sorts of apps, which is 
a pain in the butt you have to switch between to, to control them. Right. Um, you know, the A lady takes in most of them a lot more than uh, Apple does. So a lot of things you could com- combine into the uh, Alexa app. But um, yeah, yep. I mean, it, it's it would be great to just have the one app and them all working together in some kind of uh, in some kind of way. Um, you know, they tried with the uh, with the I if then then that kind of uh, program right. and tried to tie them in that way, but that doesn't really work as well as it should. So yeah, like you, um, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic and I you know, hope it becomes a thing for sure. I agree. I agree. Um, next story actually was actually more of a, of a, of a device. Um, this was on the verge. Um, this Apple watch charger can actually plug directly into a USB C port. So you can don't have to carry all your cords with you. Well, obviously in the picture here is a picture of an iPad and it's plugged into the USB C port, but it's a little dongle port that it will charge your Apple watch and it hangs right off to the edge of your Apple, uh, of your iPad. So you don't have to, uh, bring your cords with you and charge it. found this to be a little interesting and, um, has a cord, has uh, other ways of charging, uh, but it's, it's pretty straightforward and it's, it, uh, it looks like it's, yeah, it's from Satachi, which is a pretty big uh, company when it comes to the electronic devices uh, for iPhone, iPad. Um, what you guys think, uh, Warren, what do you think? Colin? This, this, this thing looks pretty cool. I think uh, I have the, exact same thing on my key ring but it's a usb a port um yeah so i, I use it i you know i keep it on my keychain especially when uh whenever you need to do a, an apple watch update you need to char- you know, find the chargers so i usually go for that one um you right. know it it works fine uh sometimes In a with, with the usb a one it's um the problem is if you plug plug it into a hub or something, it's it's sometimes upside down, so you gotta charge the watch on yeah. on its face. So the USB C port should uh, fix that kind of thing. But yeah, get get one sure. of these, or if not the USB A ones they have on Amazon. I mean, it's uh, it, it comes in handy more than you would think it does, especially when you travel. Uh, Chuck, these will be, I'm sure, pl- um, uh, many of these types of items we'll be seeing at CES. But uh, yeah, what did you think? This is, uh, I think, a pretty cool device. Yeah, it, it looks great. And Satichi is a great name. I mean, I've, to your point, I've, I've visited with them at CES a number of times. And they always make great stuff. And this is one of those devices that um, I, I would feel comfortable buying. I'm not sure I would feel comfortable buying it from, from a no-name company. But if they designed right. it... It's, you know, they've worked out any bugs that there are, and it's going to be well worth it. Absolutely. So uh, check that out. I'll link the show notes, of course. Uh, next story was on the verge as well. Um, Apple Arcade, uh, which I'm not much of a gamer, but um, they were are charging $4.99 a month for that service that came out back in November. Um, they now are offering a $49.99 subscription option, option which I think is smart. That's going to save a little money for those folks who want to uh, have a subscription and uh, not have to pay the, the full ride of uh, four or five bucks a month. Um, Chuck, what do you think? I, I know you're like I said. I know you're not a gamer either, but uh, I mean, it, again, it's it's a good it's it's a tool a lot of people like. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about this. Um, four ninety nine. I felt like four dollars ninety nine cents per month is kind of a throwaway. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that you see it on your subscription list or you see it on your credit card bill and you don't think anything about it. Forty nine ninety nine is going to make people maybe look at it and say, gee, I wonder. So, I, and, and yet if you're really into arcade, I think, uh, or on the bubble, yeah. Okay. This, right. I, I haven't done the math, but you know, this takes it down to a per month cost of, of even cheaper. I just hope that 
people that are people that were were on the bubble about this don't look at this and say, "Hey, you know what? I didn't yeah. realize I was paying what was that turn into roughly sixty dollars, you know, a year." Right. Um, now this will this will save me some money, but maybe I didn't need it in the first place. Mm. So, you know. true. Same, kind of the same thing with News Plus, where you just have to decide: is it, is it the type of service you really want? Um, but yeah, what do you think, Warren? Yeah, I, I mean, I I had the trial, like most probably you guys did too. Yeah, we all did. Um, I mean, I, there's nothing to complain about. It's they were fun. There were games. Uh, it was easy to use. It was, um, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. But you know, like a streaming service or a news service, there there has to be a hook. There has to be one or two things that yeah. people could justify paying it uh, a game for it. And I don't think they got the buzz. I, I don't, you know, my son's yeah. 16. I haven't heard him saying, oh, there's this game on Apple Arcade that I play all the time and it's great. And, and that spreads the word around. Yeah. So I, I haven't heard of anything like that. You know, kind of like uh, the Disney Plus has a, the Mandalorian, which everybody talks about. So that's why it's kind of... Everybody talks about that. So I'm, they really, you know, I think they really need a, like a game that's, you know, kind of spread. Um, but, you know, like Chuck says, when you start seeing it, like, as a yearly subscription, you know, it looks like a lot. But, you know, some people, like my wife, will rather pay. She hates monthly. A lot of people don't like monthly uh, costs, mm-hmm. um, especially when they add up. So, you know, some like she'll, she'll pay, she'll pay, you know, more on a yearly subscription than, you know, less on a monthly subscription just because she just yeah. doesn't want to have the commitment of having to pay for it again so um you know it's just yeah. a different way to go but for 50 bucks uh, i don't the one thing i don't know if you could cancel it right so if you with the monthly you could cancel I think it you any could. time so what do you do today give you back get credit you get the credit back All right. yeah because yeah. I, I did it with uh, Apple Music. I, I changed from just a single subscription to a family subscription. And they, because I had, you know, when you get the single subscription, you can buy it, pay. I, I, I was paying ahead. I would pay $99 for the whole year for Apple Music. And that's a little less than what it is if you pay the, the monthly fee. Uh, but then I decided, yeah, I want to go with the with the, the family plan because then my wife can now use uh, her own, she can create her own playlist. She doesn't have to use mine because we were sharing the same account. Uh, so, um, so I would, they gave me a refund back for the whole thing, and now I'm paying the fourteen ninety nine a month um, uh, towards it. Uh, yeah, the forward, only so. thing I could add is, sorry about that, is the Apple Arcade had a weird thing where I think if the like the music and the news, uh, if you cancel, it's not instantaneous. Where the Apple Arcade, I think that if you cancel, yeah. you're not playing the next day. So I don't know if that makes That's true. any any difference in that. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. we'll see. Kids like it. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Last story. Um, this is uh, from our, our friends over at MacStories.net. Uh, Frederico Votucci came up with this amazing shortcut, uh, the Music Bot. It's the all-in-one Apple Music Assistant. I am in love with this 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 uh, uh, shortcut that he created. It just does amazing things. It pulls out your playlist, curates uh, artist spotlights. I mean, I could just go on and on. I know this got posted on Mac Voices, the, the group and, and Facebook for you, Chuck, and that's how I found it. And um, my gosh, I, I just can't believe what this thing can do and, and really curate a lot of your music uh, really easily. What did you think, Chuck? 
you know, I haven't had a chance to play with it. I, I, I downloaded it immediately. I mean, it's yeah. Feder, Federico did it. So what are you going to do? You got to mm-hmm. try it. And I'm like, yeah, you. try Federico. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing, the thing here is it's all built on shortcuts. I mean, that, that to me yeah. is the, the fascinating thing about it. Um, it and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to digging into this a little more. I can't, so far, I just, I look at it and it's like, how did he put this together? You know, I, I, it's, it's not just necessarily like, um, a, oh boy, just one or two shortcuts, but it's so many different things and they seem to interact with each other at, at, at certain levels. It's just, I mean, just go and try it and, and be blown away by yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. It won't, it won't, uh, it won't hurt anything if you uh, try it and it's, it's the size the shortcuts. So did you try this at all, Warren at all? Yeah. Uh, when you guys posted it, I, uh, I put it on there. Uh, play with it for a little bit, not a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, it's interesting because when you look at the shortcuts, uh, the, the, like the source code, you know, sh- shortcuts is supposed to be nice and, uh, you know, easy and not complicated. You look at this thing and it's just like programming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. pretty involved. So it's uh, intense. That's what I say. That's what's great about, uh, uh, Federico and, and his shortcuts, they, they, he just has so many great shortcuts out there that uh, we don't have to come up with any of them and gives him that opportunity to, to offer it to, to us for free in most cases. So yeah, it's pretty uh, awesome. And I tested the one thing I tested that worked well was, uh, play on, uh, a speaker. I think you could tell to play on a different speaker, uh, if you're playing through your phone and that worked really well. So, uh, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's props to him, man. Yeah, I feel Absolutely. like I, I feel like it doesn't necessarily do anything you can't do without it. It just aggregates right. things together and puts them in a nice little control, almost a control surface kind of environment, and and that's what makes it so great. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes a great thing, but check it out. We have a link in the show notes, of course, uh, off to his site, and you can download it real quickly, like like Warren just did not too long ago to do that. So great stuff. So um, that's the news. Let's uh, move on to the topics this week. And uh, and I thought, you know, we're, we're, we're almost, what, about a week and a half? No, two weeks away from Consumer Electronics Show. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is going to be my very first time going to the show. I am actually beyond ecstatic and excited and I can't wait. And uh, I know I'm probably saying this and then when I get there, I'm going to see all the walking and all the, <laughs> all the tiredness I'm going to experience when I'm there. But you know what? That's okay because it's worth it because there's so much great technology uh, to take a look at and not necessarily iOS. And I, I and, you know, with the way what I talk, we talk about here, but we're, we're just open things up here a little bit um so chuck you've been going for how long now you've been gone for gosh probably a long time I, not as long as you might think i think this is my sixth or seventh no? year um oh really okay yeah i thought it was long well come to think of it now when did MacWorld go so i i, I started the year after MacWorld went uh went on hiatus um because there was just so 2010 maybe yeah so it maybe it just has been longer um i mean there was just no way to do them both and a lot of times they they overlap right um, and so this, I felt like this started out as sort of a poor replacement in my schedule for Macworld, and it's slowly <laughs> grown on me. And it's grown because of Apple's growth. That you know, if right. at the very least, a whole lot of the, the things that are there have iOS uh, apps of some kind that interface right. with them. So that opens it up right there and, and makes a lot of the electronics more interesting to an Apple an Apple user like all of us. 
So yeah, CES just released in fact today their app because I was you know, getting itching to download it. And they hadn't had the 2020 version yet, so it's on my phone today. I've already started exploring all the um, all the different sessions that are going to be available. What are some of the sessions that you uh, that you've enjoyed in the past, and what uh, what do you think uh, you can anticipate uh, upcoming uh, this year coming up in 2020? Um, I've gone to I've gone to a few of the sessions, David. I usually don't hang in, out in the sessions. I usually hit the show floor, no. um, because inevitably the sessions and taking nothing away from them, but right. you know they're there to address things that while I would find them very interesting, um, they're not sure. the best use of my time. So you know, okay. I, I'll, I'll probably pop into a couple. I mean, there was one. Um, oh boy, there was one a few years ago that was done by uh, one of the the. Uh, Oh boy, the government—I can't think of the even title for heaven's sake. Um, the, That's okay. The, the government's uh, informations are um, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Penn and uh, t- um, Penn of uh, Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller um, did oh, really did, did a session, okay. um, and that that was fascinating. About I, hmm. I, I recall I recall that his point was that you didn't know a lot of the old movie stars and TV stars beyond a certain time period back, but everybody knew right. the three stooges and he, he, of course, you know, <laughs> and he was, he was making the point that, you know, some things have a different longevity and, and especially from the video standpoint. Um, and just, you know, anything you can think of any angle you can think of um, there's going to be a discussion here. One of the big news Pieces I'm sure you've talked about on previous sessions, David, is that um, mm. one of Apple's uh, heads of, of, of security is going to be participating in a round. Yes. And that's something. That, that, I've got it on my schedule. I'm going to make know, sure I see that one. Good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that, that's one I might make an exception for because it looks very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what, what uh, so you generally would go to the show sessions, you, you, the, the show floor. I mean, I mean, it's just in the, it's insane. It's it's spread across you know four different locations up up and down the strip. I mean, the majority. Do you spend majority of the time at the uh, at the convention center, or do you go up into the other areas when it's not the uh, the booths that uh, you visit? Um, it depends on you know I, I will hang out a lot on the show floor. Um, sometimes the the suites uh, companies that are on the show floor have suites. Um, mm-hmm. you know, now it is literally up and down the strip. So it kind of depends yeah. on, on who's really? exhibiting what and, and how they're showing. And, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest problems is you don't want to waste all your time trying to run between hotels or. Yeah, it takes forever. Venues. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's gridlock. Um, and, and of course Vegas is a city that it's fun to walk, but you don't get anywhere terribly fast. Yeah. So. No, you just, especially with 150,000 people. <laughs> 100, and I think actually it's more than that. This the, this projected is it like 200,000 almost. It's getting there. It's getting there. And as you said, you know, acres of show floor, acres and acres of show floor, and yeah. you know, then hospitality suites and presentations and theater presentations, and it's just. I I, I didn't believe the. Couple friends told me that you just can't believe how big it is. And it's like, yeah, right. Until you go, and then you really can't believe. There's just no way to do yeah. it all. And I and I have to put that mindset in place. Is just kind of focus on, especially mostly iOS stuff. I want to find out more to, to bring back for our show. Um, but uh, what kind of things you are you anticipating to see new that'll be new this year? Do, do you have any uh, predictions of what uh, 
there can be any new things that are going to be uh, discussed or something that's going to be coming out or you know looking at, at all the press releases and everything um, I think machine learning is going to be big again this year um, digital mm-hmm. digital health is just going to continue to expand um, everybody in and his brother is bringing out wireless earbuds uh, of one kind or another yeah. and so you know and it's, it's like at some point guys you know I'm, I think maybe unless you can show me something brand new that ship is sort of sailed you know uh, yeah. if you can bring them in cheaper great but you know they're not going to be part of the Apple they're, they're not going to work like the airpods and so that's right. going to be a, a shot against them for me apple, sure. apple now has taken on uh the noise canceling people with noise canceling ear- earphones or airpods sure. so you know there's one other differentiator gone beyond that i, I just you just never know. I mean, you round the corner or turn turn the uh, turn a corner on the show floor, and you just never know what's going to be. There's stuff that, and, and yeah. sometimes and, and sometimes the press releases don't do the best job of explaining things. Um, so I've I've been by booths that look looked like eh, mildly interesting, and then I get there, find out what they're doing, and it's like, yeah, I sh- this should have been like number one or two on my list. So yeah. Um, and that's what that's what's unique, and all the all the interviews you did uh, this past year uh, uh, and every year previous, it's just you never know who you're going to interview, right? Is that really that that really where it comes to? Because, uh, like you said, you just you're walking the show floor, you see something that 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 looks interesting, it would be good for your audience, and uh, then you uh, grab someone to interview, right? Sort of. I mean that that was the way I did it the first year because I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, yeah. since then I've learned, you know, the best thing to do is do your homework and try to figure out, okay, what mm. day or what half day am I going to be in which hall and try to make sure that I hit, you know, pick my targets, but leave a little room for the, for the surprises, you know, for the walk-ups and okay. like, Hey, how you doing? Oh yeah. I, I think I remember seeing something or I didn't know anything about you. Tell me about it. Um, and, and I've gotten well, some of the best interviews that way. You really have, yeah. I mean, uh, and I always tell people to go check out uh, Mac Voices and see all the interviews he did uh, for the 2019 CES, and it's going to continue on here for 2020. Um, anything else? I don't. I don't. I just. I'm going to be doing a lot of learning. No question about that. I mean, learning what uh, about technology, and, and that's the reason what motivated me to go, as well as hanging out with all you guys too. It's always going to be fun because we'll be having some probably some fun dinners and <laughs> and other things. But uh, I I I think it's uh, it's just going to be an interesting uh, uh, experience, and uh, I definitely am looking forward to it. Uh, uh, I don't know if anything else you can think of as far as uh, what uh, what people would like to hear about as far as CS goes. No, it's it's. I think it's tough to tough to remember that this is um, an industry trade show. Uh, it is right. not an ex- exhibition, so it's not open to the public. I mean, yeah, there are ways you can get in, and you can buy a ticket if you don't mind paying a, an exorbitant price. But right. it's not a place where you're going to go. You can't go to buy because they don't sell. No. You know? Half the stuff, maybe a little bit. No, what am I saying? Probably more than half the stuff will never make it to market, um, especially in Eureka right. Park, which is the the area for a lot of startups and prototypes and all. But sometimes that's the place you get the mm-hmm. coolest stuff, or you get some of the most forward thinking people. Um, and you right. see, if if they don't make it back, you know, next year or the following year, maybe their ideas make it back, and that's kind of the best part too. Yeah. So sorry to keep you quiet, Warren. Um, what, um, 
Anything you can think of? I know you now you want to go into CES after you've yeah, heard us talking I'm about just this, right? Sitting here being jealous and living vicariously <laughs> through you guys at this point. So, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's on the bucket list, um, but, but yeah, I would love to go. So yeah, I'm looking forward to what you guys uh, think, and uh, I love Vegas, so that's I have no problem going to Vegas. I'll do. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> we were just there a couple months ago, but um, yeah, it's me too. Definitely some place I want to be. Um, are you, uh, is there, is there any, um, is there, is there any technologies that have been out there that you're hoping that, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're hoping that's going to be, uh, uh, talked about, uh, during CS? Yeah, nothing that I'm hoping, uh, I'm guessing, you know, a couple of things of what Chuck said sounds right to me. Uh, maybe AI and something, you know, with 5g, maybe they'll figure, start figuring out what to do with the 5g and making some, use of it because, i bet that yeah. i bet that's going to be a big topic at ces i, yeah. would, I would imagine because uh, right now i um, mean that, that's uh, yeah there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of talk about what we're going to do with it you know you hear some terms like maybe with self-driving cars it's going to help and things like that but you know for the normal consumer you know what what am i going to do with 5g on my iphone when it comes and things like that okay all right. Well, I, I, I look forward to it, Chuck. I'm, I'm not, you're, you're going to have to give me some homework because I have to start doing some homework. So I'm ready uh, to find the best things uh, to grab. It's, it's, I know it's impossible, but uh, I've done a little bit of homework, but I, I think I have a little more to go here to, to be ready. So the best thing you can do, David, is to take that app that you, you downloaded and start going through the yep. exhibitor lists and That's what I'm doing. T- tick them off and say, okay, what do I want to do and where are they located? And then plan plan your day yeah. because the, the first couple of times I went, in hindsight, I wasted a lot of time just wandering around, um, you know, kind of mm. awed by everything. And it really helps if you can have a target or two or 10 or 20 to, uh, to make your time well, more efficient. Hopefully it's stuff I can find that relates to iOS. That's, that's what I want to, and that's my interests uh, and Apple and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of it out there, so we'll we'll, we'll see, and and uh, definitely you'll be you'll be hearing a lot about CES on Chuck's uh, Mac Voices, as well as uh, future episodes here on In Touch with iOS. So uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to it. Uh, gosh, a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you too, of course. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and move on, and we'll talk on another topic here. Um, I wanted to mention a little bit about HomeKit. Um, uh, do you guys have uh, any HomeKit devices in your house right now, Chuck? Start with you. Um, yeah, I have a couple home pods. Um, I guess the main things I have, um, what else do I have? Um, I have a couple of the Elgato okay. devices too. So. Oh, the, okay. The, um, Eve energy. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. So you got some, so you got some plugs and you, so you've got, but you don't have a thermostat. I don't have a thermostat. No, haven't gone that direction. Okay. Yeah. I, I was waiting for a while and I, uh, decided to, to take the, take the dive in and, uh, I decided to go with uh, an Ecobee uh, only because uh, it has uh, HomeKit capabilities because as you go with the Nest, um, you're stuck in the Google world. Um, so uh, so that's what I did with the, with the thermostat. Uh, Warren, did you ha- how about you with HomeKit? Do you have any HomeKit devices that, uh, yeah, that, that have been sticking out for you? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, uh, we have a Nest, uh, obviously, so that doesn't work uh, with the HomeKit, but it, it works well. Um, August yep. lock. Still, still got the app. Yeah, the app works, uh, and it works with uh, the A-Lady too, which is good. Um, I have an August lock, which works with HomeKit. So uh, we have a beach house um, at, by the Jersey Shore. 
Um, so, you know, we don't rent it out as of right now, but basically we monitor it. So it's, it's very home kit sure. with the security cameras. I got the, uh, the August lock. I have the, uh, like the nest cameras. I got cameras everywhere, things like that. Um, but it's kind of neat because with home kit and, um, I have an Apple TV in there as a hub. So I could kind of, you know, as we're driving up, you know, say, Hey, SE, open up the front door. And when I get there, the door is open. So that's, that's neat. Um, but that's mostly it. I mean, we have, I have a lot of a stuff, but not a lot of home kit type of stuff. My, just a quick note, my house here, uh, not the beach house, cannot accept any smart thermostat other than one branded from carrier uh, because it's some kind of carrier infinity uh, air conditioning really? system. It was a horrible decision nine years ago before anybody even knew what was a smart thermostat was going to be. Um, it has something that to do stinks. with yeah, it has something to do with the the wiring and then the, the zones. It's very confusing. So you could go on their website and buy something, but it's like stupidly expensive and not good. Hmm. So what I decided to do is I went with uh, Ecobee, um, and Ecobee has been talked up pretty good. Um, the nice thing about the thermostat was the fact that uh, uh, not only this in, in, in the Chicago area through our, our electric, electric company, ComEd, they're offering a $75 instant rebate for the, uh, um, for the thermostat, which was pretty cool. So um, I figured, well, let's go, to, let's go to Home Depot, check it out, and uh, see what they got. And I ended up going with the Model 4, which has got this, the smart sensors. So the sensor, you can get separate sensors for the thermostat, and you can put them, just set them on tables or, or shelves all around the house. And it'll measure all the, uh, uh, the humidity and temperature around each room on every level of your home, which is kind of neat. Um, so... At first, I thought I was going to go ahead and install it myself, and I tried. <laughs> that that I kind of crashed and burned there, but uh, it, I got I got installed to the point that then I realized that uh, as I'm looking through the instructions. And by the way, Ecobee has amazing instructions. They they have an app. They tell you to download the app on your iPhone right away, and you just go through the steps right from from the app. There's videos that are built in there to show you how, how the wires look and what you should be looking for. So as far as the installation process with Ecobee was just pretty superb. Um, but it does require one is the most important wire. It's called a C wire. A C wire, what that is, is it's, it, it, it uh, creates a lot of, it's for power. So it has to have direct power, you know, to, to send the, 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 the power down to your, th your furnace and your air conditioner. Um, well, that, for some reason, well, I have a very old furnace, so I have a 35-year-old plus furnace, so it's old. So, But it, it, it apparently still had that wire because there was a wire in there that had been just tucked away uh, from the previous thermostat. So I said, you know, I don't know if I really want to go down exploring and start playing with wiring in my furnace. So I said, you know, I am think I'm going to go and hire a professional to do this. So sure enough, I was able to do that. In fact, they called me on uh, the I uh, went on, 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 I called them on a Monday. They, they called me and they said, Oh, we have some time today. If you want to have someone to come out. So I was able to get it done you know, right quick. And, uh, sure enough, he was able to get that, that working. And, uh, and, and, and I'm pretty amazed. I'm pretty amazed what it can do. Uh, the, the temperature is controlled right from your phone or from, uh, S lady too. uh, S lady, you just tell, tell her to, uh, set the temperature at a particular temperature and she'll do it. Uh, so, which is just, you know, absolutely impressive in itself being able to do that uh, without, ha uh, without, without any fail. So, um, so, but uh, 
I definitely recommend checking it out. I have, I have also have other outlets like you guys too. I have, uh, you know, the Belkin and a couple of those other brands and it's been great, uh, too. Um, what do you think, Chuck? I mean, you know, I, I think you should get a thermostat in your house now. <laughs> you know, David, there are certain devices that I'm still not completely comfortable going with, um, because of, of no? hacking issues and security issues. And frankly, a thermostat is one of them. Um, you and I both live in, okay. in cold parts of the country. And if the thermostat yep. were to go wrong at the wrong time when I wasn't home, it could be kind of devastating. Now, you can tell me that that could happen with you know, a normal thermostat or the power going out. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I just am not quite there yet. So I'm giving it a little time. Smart locks do sort of the same thing. You know, yeah. too, too many opportunities for hacking. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've, I've looked at the Ecobee. Um, you know, I've, I've heard Dave Hamilton recommend it a lot. Yep. Just not quite there yet. Okay. All right. And uh, any other home kit? Do you, uh, there are other things I have been exploring too. I don't know if I'm so big into the bulbs. You know, they have those uh, those hue bulbs and such. I don't know what your thoughts were on that. Oh, uh, I've, I, for, I, for, I've got a lot of those, a, a number of those. And I've absolutely. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. I, I absolutely love those. Um, you know, the, the color changing ones, yeah, they're fun to play with and in certain environments they can be fine, but the ability to, to walk in and be able to tell whichever, whichever device, depending on how you have it set up, you know, to turn this bed, this room on, turn the bedroom on, turn the bedroom off, set the lights to 50%, you know, in the case of the color ones, of course, it's the color, if that's something that you're really into, but. Yeah, it's a it's a huge convenience. It's probably the thing that I use the voice control the most for, outside of you know direct commands to my iPhone with Siri. Okay, okay. Um, so check it out. I have all the links in the show notes about what I talked about, especially Ecobee. I I I think it's well worth it. Uh, the home kit was I was having a little bit of a challenge to get it set up. It. Uh, uh, at first, I, it, it, I was I'm trying. First off, you, you figure you're thinking you got to sh- search for the HomeKit code because the code changes. Well, it depends on the device, I guess. For for the good thing with the thermostat, when you get an outlet, it has a it has a fixed um, code that's that's a la- label on the device. So that code is always going to be the same. With the thermostat, I, I come to realize as I'm looking around the box, I'm like, oh wait, I guess the very instructions. Well, it it senses it as soon as you bring your iPhone up to the to the thermostat, and then the home kit code barcode will come up and then you scan it and then it'll it'll stall itself into home kit um so that's a that's uh that's good in the sense of the security part of it because uh it didn't work right away so then i went and did it again and the code was completely different so so to just uh you're a testing of of uh, of security i think that's a good thing in itself chuck um that uh that they they do that you know for, for security purposes yeah and listen you know again there's I'm not a card-carrying paranoid. Well, maybe I am. I'm not sure. No, no, no. But, you know, <laughs> there are just some things that, you know, if, if I, I need to be really comfortable that I'm not creating a potential bigger problem than I am. The lights, you know, if the lights come on when I'm not home, that's not going to bother me because, you know, they're OEDs. They're not going to get too hot or anything. If the thermostat should malfunction, again, at the wrong time of the year, the, uh, you could have a whole, lot of, a whole lot of issues that I don't want to go, go down that path. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, all right. Well, uh, that's it about HomeKit. I thought that was a, we got a good discussion on that. Um, 
got a couple tips here. We might uh, make this a short show this week, uh, only because it's Christmas and everybody wants to get back to uh, their families and want to listen to listen to Christmas music and uh, all that stuff. But let uh, there was one amazing tip that I did not know about, and I posted that in Mac Voices group if you hadn't seen it yet, Chuck. But um, this is uh, a tip on how to take a screenshot with your iPad using the Apple Pencil. Did you see this? I think I saw it somewhere, but I did not see your posting, but I, I saw it somewhere and I thought it was interesting, but it didn't really, since I don't have an Apple pencil, it didn't apply to me. So, oh, you don't have a pencil. Okay, me. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No pencil. Oh, I'm the only Apple pencil guy here? Oh my God. Then I'm talking like Greek here. Uh, well, I, that was cool. Uh, they uh, It was interesting that Apple support actually tweeted it on Twitter. Um, and basically what happens is, is uh, you uh, take your Apple pencil and you, let's say you're on a web page and you go down to the far bottom uh, left of the corner of the screen, you tap it and drag up. And what it does is it just automatically brings you in screenshot mode. It takes the screenshot. And then uh, from there, it gives you all the editing tools and all the markup uh, tools and anything you want to do, including you could switch and do a full, do the full page uh, capture. Like you could do uh, with screenshots as it is anyway on iPhone, but in this case it was using a pencil. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, uh, I've really got show notes on this and, and there's an actual video, uh, in, on, um, Apple's, uh, Twitter, Apple's, uh, Apple support, the uh, Twitter homepage on how this works. So you makes me don't want to have a pencil still. You can't do that with the finger. I saw the video, but if you try it with the finger, it doesn't do it. I don't think so. I haven't tried. I don't know if just it makes, you know, swiping it from the bottom here and try here. Let's see if it does it. I don't think so. No, because it, it, it's going to grab the dock when you do it. Right. right. Um, so, so the pencil grabs that, that corner. It's tempting as more, it is. I don't know precise. if I'm going to buy a pencil. I know. Just to, to have a it. pencil. Yeah. Um, otherwise. Uh, I've I, always loved the pencil. I make stick figures. Uh, I'm not very artistic. So it's, <laughs> that's kind of why stick I'm not getting the pencil there. Um, Warren, Warren, your stick figures probably look much better than my stick <laughs> figures. That's how bad it is. Uh, I don't know. We have a stick figure fight, I guess, but <laughs> my stick figures are very basic, I guess. Sometimes I don't even get the, the amount of limbs correct. So you might be, you might be right. Uh, and then I have another tip I wanted to talk a little real briefly about is uh, how do you hide f- photos on your iPhone? Do you ever, you guys ever want you, you, some, uh, you know, this, this actually will probably be as good for, for when Allison Sheridan takes your phone, uh, Chuck, and wants to, to look at your photos and you need to hide some so she doesn't uh, <laughs> put stuff on, on it, right? <laughs> I'm not giving Allison my, my iPhone under any circumstances. I think you need to hold on to it from going forward here. She doesn't grab it. Uh, so uh, uh, how to hide photos on your iPhone using the Photos app. And, then, and the way you do this is you have to go into the Photos app uh, to open it up. Um, then you uh, tap the photo or multiple photos. You know, and, you know, when you go into the Photos app, you actually can tap it and select um, a couple of, of photos all at once. Uh, then you tap the action box and that's the square with the arrow coming out of it, you know, of course, uh, bringing up with that. And then in iOS 13, you're going to swipe up and then the, uh, the list of options will come up there. And then what you do is you pick uh, hide. There's the, it's, it's in the smart sheet. And then when you tap hide, it's going to hide the photo. It'll still be there. It's just when any, any prying eyes are looking at your photos, it might be something a little sensitive. You don't want to see that, uh, that, that tip will, will definitely keep things uh, hidden and uh, you will uh, no, no longer see those photos. I don't know if did you guys know that. How do you get them back? How do you unsee them? How do you see them again? 
Um, the, the way you do that is you actually, you can, and when you unhide them, you go and you tap into albums and then you swipe down to other albums and there's a section there uh, called hidden. So then when you go, when you see that, you'll tap the photos that you want to unhide. And then uh, from there you tap unhide and then they're back in view. So hopefully the person who wants to see that the hidden pictures doesn't know about your tip to, to find them in the hidden. hidden <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That is not, true. I did not know about that. That's interesting. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that is true. So there's always new things we learn about here on In Touch with iOS when it comes to uh, these things. And yeah, this is this was a uh, this was a good uh, good tip uh, with that. So, uh, guys, did you have anything else you would think of you wanna you wanna bring up before we uh, wrap things up here? Uh, Chuck, I know you're we'll look forward to CES. Any anything else you think of? Uh, looking forward to CES, you know, just looking back at, at uh, I don't want to do a retrospective oh, yeah, 2019. 2019. Let's, let's talk that real, real briefly. I didn't think of that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a good year. Um, we've seen Apple make good on some, some representations. The, the Mac Pro yeah. obviously is one. Um, the, the MacBook, uh, the new MacBook Pro looks great. Um, still haven't ordered one, but I think it's definitely mm-hmm. in my in coming, you Mr. know, Mr. Warren has it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mr. Warren has it. Oh, shoot. And I have the 2019 model that I should have waited and not bought. <laughs> that um, extra one inch really, uh, it, it does, it's not even an inch. The extra half of an inch really, really makes it for me. Well, the, it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. And, and the, the idea of being able to put 64 gigs of RAM in to a, a, a laptop you know, is, is huge for me, but it just, Oh yeah. It's huge. You know, and as, and as we should, I, you know what I got, I need to look. Um, okay. I'm not sure Apple hit a brand new high today, but it's right up there bumping it's around at it. 281, 82. 280.02 with today's close yeah. as we recorded this. Um, so clearly, yeah. you know, the, the naysayers about Apple, you know, they still continue to peddle their stuff. And, uh, AirPods were the number one requested uh, gift by yes. by the kids this year. So you know you you just look at all the things that are happening good for Apple, and you look at how many people are criticizing things. And I, I don't know. It just I I feel like people find reasons to criticize Apple as, and and they don't have to all be cheerleaders like at least two or the three of us are here. But I think you have to recognize that they do so many things right. And they don't compromise on their values. And, and that's hugely important going forward in the world today. Yeah, I, I did uh, I did a, uh, a review of the AirPods Pro, as you see. I, I have them in my ears here. Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I absolutely love them. Um, my, my, uh, I think it was a smart move on Apple's part to, to uh, tap into the uh, – into the noise canceling market. Uh, Cause I would always, and I'm, you I'm sure have them too, is that you're carrying your, your Bose headphones when you bring them on a plane and I, you look around you, that's all you ever see is everybody has their Bose headphones. Well, I had these on the, the day they came out and I went and I flew to Vegas that weekend to, to, and I was able to firsthand try them on a plane. And I'm telling you, I, I, I could travel without my Bose headphones at this point. I mean, that's, I think what Apple really did an amazing job with, uh, um, with noise canceling. Um, and, and these, so that was definitely a revolutionary, uh, the release this year. Um, I think I can look back to is the iPhone, iPhone, uh, the, the, iPhone, um, 11 pro and 11 pro max, the camera, um, we just had Frederick Van Johnson on, on the last show and, uh, 
him and I just sat and talked about how great that camera is. And he, and he even told me that he, uh, as, 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 as everybody listened, you guys hadn't heard, heard it yet, but, uh, that he was on a trip to Hawaii and he did not bring a DSLR with him. He used his iPhone exclusively as his primary camera the whole time on his trip. Wow. So I think there's some revolutionary changing uh, of the guard with comes to, to the cameras. Uh, point and shoot cameras are, when you told that to, to the, the millennials and the younger people, they're like, what is that <laughs> at this point? It's just because where these smartphone cameras have come, right? And I'm sure you can attest to it. But you have the 11 Pro and you love, I'm sure you're loving what the photos you're getting out of it. I, it, it does great. You know, the only thing that, and, and this is the nature of all of them, is you don't have that zoom that, you know, you need if you're trying to shoot something that's far farther away. And so as a result, For, I'm, I'm still playing with external lenses. And, and the, you know, sure. what, what Apple gives you definitely is better, but just there are, there are physics and optics involved that are going to prohibit that from going much farther. On the other hand, the computational photography advances are such that you know maybe we'll we will find right. a way to make the the what you and I think of as digital zoom, and you know that's sort of a, a dirty dirty phrase to photographers. Maybe they can make it so that it becomes a lot more acceptable. Yeah, for sure. Warren, did you have anything for twenty nineteen? What did you think uh, with Apple and uh, what uh, what they've done this year? Uh, but uh, so yeah, it was kind of it was uh, the year of the services. If you when it first started out, the year it yeah, was kind of be all the services, and a lot of people were like, oh, "Apple's not going to be a hardware company anymore," and they're just selling these services. And um, I think Apple was really smart to end the year with with a bang on the hardware side, uh, and I think that was uh, purpose uh, purposeful uh, between the, the new MacBook and, and the Mac Pro. Uh, just kind of remind people that they're not just going to be a service company and they're committed to the hardware. Um, yeah. But from the services side, you know, not not all of them were home runs, but, you know, I I have the Apple uh, TV Plus uh, subscription I got with my Pro phone and I like Might it. Might as well. Yeah. I, you know, my wife and I are almost done. We'll be done tomorrow with uh, the morning show and the, um, and the uh, For All Mankind show. And uh, we like, mm-hmm. you know, we definitely kept their interest enough. And I think uh, they were smart to keep the price down, um, very down on the shows until they get some more stuff. And, you know, the word's starting to get out, especially on the morning show. That word's actually getting out. Um, I kind of did kill the yes. show. And, um, you know, it's not for everybody, but it's good. And, um, um, you know, the Apple Music, as far as the service, has always been good for me. And I, I, I keep on that. I have the News Plus because my wife, I, I told you before, was a Wall Street Journal online yep. subscriber. And uh, while you don't get everything with the News Plus uh, subscription for the Wall Street Journal, you get most of it. And it turns out to be cheaper than the subscription directly to a newspaper. So, um, yep. you know, other than the, the, the video games, the, the Apple Arcade, I, I got them all and uh, I'm pretty, pretty happy with it. So I think Apple's going definitely in the right direction. I think it's going to keep uh, the money flowing. and. Uh, I think that's yeah. that's the goal. So it's 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 a good year. I look forward to what they do with uh, Apple TV and uh, uh, you know next year. And and certainly can't wait to trade in my uh, uh, crappy 2019 16-inch uh, MacBook for the uh, 2020 16-inch <laughs> MacBook. <one>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Warren, you crack me up. You get the newest things ever. I thought I was bad. Um, it's a disease. <laughs> 
it's a, it's a, it really is. It really is. is. Every time we talk and every time I see you on the Mac to the future board, you are just always posting something you got new. I got all that. I got, uh, I got a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah, you do. Uh, Chuck, have you uh, uh, done anything with Apple TV plus? Uh, I know you obviously got a free subscription too with your phone. Yeah. Um, I've watched the morning show. Um, I'm, I'm a, yeah. a number of, episodes behind you know as they release but i've watched the morning show i've watched c and for all mankind and okay for all mankind i really wasn't surprised that i enjoyed it i think that it's it's so well done um yeah. c has not grabbed me the way i thought it might but it as far along as i am i'm starting to appreciate it a little more um and, but the, the surprise one for me was the morning show um, because I I tried yeah, I tried I was two, too. yeah I tried two episodes and I really didn't expect to have it grab me but again it is so well done the acting is so well done and it's mm-hmm. engaging and and something that I think a lot of us work I know I was concerned about maybe not know what no one else was but there seemed to be from in in the in the press such a focus on Apple um, you know they they want to be family friendly and they want to you know hold yeah. that hold that standard and okay, that's, that's admirable, but I'm not sure that in today's commercial market that that really can be done. And if, if, if anything, man, the morning show showed you that they weren't afraid to, you know, t- hit some, some, some tough language and some very sensitive yeah. subjects and keep subjects. on going. And I think that's, that's great because I think it just made, for me, it made Apple TV much more viable and much more, uh, it's much more probable that it can and will continue to be the success that it seems to have been already. Yeah. And, uh, and they've got golden globe nom- nominations who, who, who would have thought so they might even get uh, Emmy. who knows? Yeah. So that, that show is, uh, I think I, there, I've watched all the, ep- I've watched all the episodes. I think, I don't know if there's only one more left or I'm not sure if the, one more. there's a, so tomorrow's uh, as we record this, that's the last one of, uh, of the series. So there's 10, there was 10, there was 10 episodes then. Yeah, it's a finale. ten episodes of that show. Definitely so. a finale on that one and mankind. I think uh, definitely one of finales tomorrow. Right. Yeah, I got. I I didn't get into man. I need to get into mankind again. I, I started watching it and I was I I was getting sleepy. <laughs> so maybe it, I should. I'll give it another shot. And in the middle of the uh, season, or season, but in the middle, uh, you know, episodes five and six and seven kind of got a little bit, you know, sleepy. Uh, inducing okay uh, but well, this is episode one so <laughs> uh well yeah it got better on two and, and three i mean you know with the concept of the show you got to wonder how far they could take that you know so yeah you all know, know the concept that the russians got to the moon first before we did but you know the, the yeah after the first episode is like okay well they got there first what else can do it but it's kind of interesting they, they continue to try to pushed the space race kind of with themselves at that point. So it's kind of, it's kind of neat to yeah. see. And they well, took, we've got a lot to look for. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no. And, and I mean, Warren's point is interesting because I'm, I'm kind of like, like him, you know, I've, I've wondered and they seem to go past that so quick, but then we started getting into the social issues, you know, women, um, yeah. women astronauts and all. And I, I think it's going to be real interesting because it's turning a little bit less into the Russians got to the moon first or a, a new space race into almost an alt history kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that opens it up to be just about anything you want it to be. 
in a, in a sense, it was a lot. It's it's turning very Apple-ish at that point because it's like you know with the women astronauts and and the there's a couple shows with the minorities and in space and things like that. And it's kind of um, it is an alternate history, and I think it's an alternate history that you know Apple as a forward-thinking company would like to see or like to have happened. Uh, it's it's very mm. um, it's very PC to to say you know back back in the sixties where women and minorities were not allowed to do much of anything are now doing pretty much everything that you know men are doing you know white men are doing so. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of a utopia in the 60s and it's kind of neat. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Agree. I definitely agree. Well, uh, and we got a lot to look forward to in 2020. I mean, I can't believe we're going to be going to a new decade uh, next year. Uh, I know Apple's going to have even more exciting stuff. Uh, of course, all the rumors are already saying new iPhones and I think iPad is way overdue. So we'll probably see a new iPad next year, I would bet. And uh, who knows where we'll go, we'll go with Apple TV and the Apple Watch, of course. And so it just, that's what we love with all of our Apple products. And, uh, and we look forward to a great 2020. So next year, uh, we're gonna so let's our, we're gonna have our uh, goggles or Apple glasses on. We're all going to be looking at each other with the glasses this time yeah. next year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting technology. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's wrap things up. Chuck, uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and know where they can find all your great work. Uh, you can find pretty much everything over at macvoices.com, uh, audio and video there. And you can, as David mentioned, we have Facebook group and Facebook page, and you can find me on Twitter as at Chuck Joyner. Thanks for having me and have, have a great holiday. Oh, yeah, you have a great holiday as well. And uh, I want to wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, Happy Holidays, for what, no matter, depending on what you celebrate, uh, because uh, you are listening to this show right around the, the Christmas holiday and, uh, and and hoping everybody had a, had a great holiday and enjoy uh, everything that there is uh, to do with your family and with your friends. So, and, we're, and, we'll, and we'll be back uh, next year. So uh, let's uh, wrap things up here. So for uh, that, this is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio. Or even better yet, go to our website, InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the plays to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and uh, you can find me at on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks, Chuck, and thanks, Warren, for being here. I really, really appreciate it. Happy holidays. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Take care. Right. Happy holidays to everybody, and we will see you in 2020, and uh, we'll talk again soon.